Hi fellow coach, it's Angela here. I hope you're well. You know, it took me years to actually understand that my sense of urgency and wanting to speed everything up faster and faster was an alarm bell. So today we are going to show you some incredible ways to empty that stress bucket. Do listen in and join us because when it comes to your mindset and that battle and that sense of comparison, which can be so damaging, it's really time to understand what those triggers are for you so that you can empty your stress bucket and make more progress this week. See you soon. Welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast. I'm Angela Durant and you'll meet Anka Herman a little later. Between us, we have 30 years of business experience. We've started and grown our businesses from nothing but an idea, learning to play to our strengths as introverts in what often feels like an extrovert world. If you have ever felt any resistance to how others tell you you have to market yourself or bear your soul on social media just to get clients, then this podcast is for you. We know the unique challenges that introverted coaches face when it comes to selling their services. So if you're ready to learn how to spot those golden opportunities right under your nose, clarify your message, nurture that market and get more business coming your way, all without sacrificing your energy levels or well-being, then plug your AirPods in and let's go. Well, welcome back to the podcast. It's Angela and Anka with the Visible Coaches podcast here, and we're on part two around emptying your stress bucket. And we're going to talk uh, both practically and sort of, you know, more emotionally here and psychologically, because we are a whole person. You can't take one thing and say, well, it's all just, you know, made up or there's nothing physically you can do. I think we're a whole person and we can look at this topic from a, a completely holistic point of view. The one thing that was um, coming to me at the start of this, you know, part two of this was that actually the I've, I've recognised that when I get urgent, when I start speeding things up, that is a clear indication that I am about to start to, you know, sort of get myself into a space where I'm not thinking clearly, where I tend to go into that default of making really rubbish decisions. I can get impulsive. Those are the days where, those are the times when I've got fear of missing out or I buy the wrong thing, etc. Or I say, oh, stuff it. And I go and eat the donut. There's all of those spaces is when I have naturally not created a space. And we talked about um, the, there's that quote from Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl, which is between stimulus and response, there is a space. And it's that space that when we lose access to that, I do, when I lose access to that through urgency, through futurizing, through worry, then suddenly I have shut down that ability to get clarity and perspective on the situation. I am much more likely to to go off into those old patterns of behaviour. So I knew that practically, and I was thinking about this, it's taken me quite a while to get to this stage though, but because being a creative, I almost allowed myself to live in chaos and allow, and thought, well, you know, I'm getting away with it. That's not a big deal. What I have realised is as I'm building my business, it became clear to me that did I want to live in that manner was that helpful to me was that really 
you know, helpful to everybody around me when I was last, very last minute, very impulsive, quite impetuous. So for me, I recognised that that wasn't just adding to my stress bucket, it was potentially adding to everybody else's stress bucket at the same time, because I used to think business was hard. So I used to leave everything to the last minute or try and get things perfect so that I could, because I had made it hard in my mind. I had created all of that thinking and it was it was so stressful and none of it was really true it's just that I had and I created all of my own experience so that I could have that be hard continually I wonder what your thoughts are isn't that interesting how we always subconsciously recreate what we're used to and I think a lot of that uh, I've, I've read about this in, ter in the context of relationships you know when you have a certain kind of uh, upbringing you end up getting yourself into a relationship with a partner that mirrors that and it's not something that we do per like consciously but it's can observe it right and it's interesting you saying the urgency because that's my big signal like i literally look at ur urgency now as it's, it's this giant bell that mm. reminds me to just stop it and slow down like the moment i feel urgent and i've got to do it it's like just this little bit more and you know push 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 like it feels urgent yeah it's literally oh i've got my head <laughs> on the wrong on the wrong end right and I've got I'm in a space a state of mind where and that's the problem like that's the only problem is like when you're in that lower state of mind where worry takes over and and you know and you're preoccupied and you're living in the future or living in the past it's like you lose access to the most critical skills you know to your creativity you know your capacity to learn to memorize to problem solve to spot opportunities to connect with people you always you have that but you kind of lose access to it when you've got your head in in worry land and those qualities are what make everything go smoothly and what allows you to to, to build a business to connect with clients so I think your only task is really to find your way to spend most of your time in that peaceful, you know, space and literally finding your way. And there's no one size fits all, right? You know, sometimes you'll say you love, you say you love journaling. I love taking a dog, you know, and, and I quite actually love just going with one dog. So it's literally just you and me and that connection is really strong and the dog will bring me into the present moment, but it doesn't like, you know, doesn't mean everybody needs a dog right somebody else will have a bubble bath or go for like whatever it is for you that allows you to create that little space to get you off the autopilot hamster wheel so you can allow your snow globe to settle yeah it's coming out of your own self pattern isn't it really and recognizing those patterns that that are just so unhelpful and it just made me think of two things um, around that stress bucket is full of self-concern because there's a feeling behind that stress and it's really uncomfortable and you'll do anything you can to get rid of the feeling because, but thought is feeling and there's 
there's there's many thoughts that that are just manifesting as feeling and you know all of the things that we do whether it's going shopping and for some people having a drink or you know my drug of choice was overwork just just go and hide myself in work as a as a way to not think about other painful emotions and painful feelings but what the the antidote to that i think the antidote to the stress bucket is self compassion and i have a phrase which is you know, I started to say it once and then, you know, I kind of found myself really realizing the truth of it, which was be kind, but not the kind that leads to excuses because it's neither one, you know, polar opposite than another, but that self-compassion, maybe that's been, I found that the biggest and the most challenging journey personally, not self-care, you know, as a thing to do, because to me, I did that and it was either just as stressful or it didn't do anything. But once I recognized the role and the need for self-compassion and a level of kindness towards myself, right in the moment where I was probably being most self-critical of myself or other people, that was the moment that I realized that the stress bucket was draining away. Yeah. Self-awareness, I think, is is really critical to develop so that you recognize, you can sort of catch yourself. You know, you've got a little monkey sitting on your shoulder, looking over your shoulder, and you can catch yourself. And (laughs) I have like, I only have one rule. I don't like a lot of rules. I have one rule is if I feel, you know, everything I look at looks grim and hard and annoying and you know urgent when I find myself in that space there's literally only one rule there's nothing to do there's no ritual no thing to the only the only rule I have is don't make an important decision (laughs) just don't make like if I can walk away like if I can shuffle things around I will and literally create myself some space. Sometimes you can't, and sometimes you can just keep going through the motions. It's just not like this is not the day to decide whether you want to give up on your business, right? Just like when you're in, the, you've just had an argument. It's not the moment to decide whether you want to get divorced, kind of thing, right? So it's that. Yeah. That's my only rule: is to not make decisions from a space when your mind isn't in its best place. Yeah, and I'll add to that. The, those are those are really great. Those are great things to to watch. And maybe the last thing that I'll add to it is, I know many people might be tempted to do what I I find myself doing too, which is as soon as you start scrolling, as soon as you start feeling the feelings of comparison, as soon as you start to feel that you're behind, that other people are ahead, that suddenly the things that you're looking at start to, you start to have a worse feeling, not an inspired feeling, but more of a self-concern, self-critical. There's a there's a definite moment that that's a place to walk away, stop scrolling, not sort of feed the wolf. Isn't there's a beautiful um sort of uh, story isn't it about you know two wolves inside your head and you know the grandpa is telling the little gra- his grandson a story about these two wolves inside your head and they're they're having a fight and the the grandson says to the grandfather well which of the which which wolf is going to win and the grandfather says whichever one you feed 
and I think that is so true. Whichever one you feed, which are the thoughts that we feed, they are the ones that are going to win the fight in that moment. And, and they have a feeling attached to them. And knowing where your feelings start to take you down a path of urgency, of, of feeling not enough, self-critical, unkind, um, comparison, any of those feelings, they are the wolf that you don't want to feed. And I think as soon as you start to recognize that, as soon as I started to recognize that, I started to get less of a tolerance for even going there to just test the waters out. I wanted, I have less of a tolerance now. I probably feel that stress bucket fill up sooner because I have less of a tolerance for it in the way that I would put up with it before. Um, so that's where I have noticed like those trigger points, that awareness, the feeling when I'm suddenly entering into patterns of behavior that really are not serving me. Yeah, I love that. And it's really about that cultivating the awareness so you can catch yourself sooner, right? And and you don't even go that far down the rabbit hole. So that stress bucket never even fills up to the point that you end up exploding. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this conversation and we'd love to know your thoughts. So come and join our community, leave a review on the podcast on the apple podcast that would be fantastic and join us next time for the visible coaches podcast in the meantime take care take care thanks for tuning in to the visible coaches podcast if you've ever felt the pressure to market yourself in ways that don't align with your true nature this podcast is your sanctuary if you've enjoyed what you've heard so far make sure to subscribe to the visible coaches podcast on your favorite platform And we would really be grateful if you could leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us reach more introverted coaches like you. To grab this episode's free resource, visit thevisiblecoachespodcast.com now. That's thevisiblecoachespodcast.com. Let's continue to embrace our introverted strength, create meaningful connections and make waves in the coaching world. Until next time.